Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. I have my preview of the Rams-Ravens game along with my prediction. also have my Week 14 game picks. Real quickly, I'll give you Friday's injury report for the Rams. Tyler Higby did not practice. He is doubtful. Michael Hoyt, Byron Young, and Quinton Lake all remain questionable. For the Ravens, Damarian Williams, Malik Harrison, and Malik Ham all questionable. Odell Beckham Jr. did not practice on Friday, but no designation for him. And although Lamar Jackson did not practice on Thursday, he is fine at feeling a little bit under the weather apparently, but he'll be good to go on Sunday. But it is episode 314, so before we get started on our primary content, Let's talk about a Ram who wore number 14, Jeff Wilkins, who wore number 14 for the Rams for 11 years and 171 games. 
the all-time Rams leading scorer, and a Super Bowl champion, part of the greatest show on turf. Wilkins out of Ohio, went to Youngstown State, was on the Eagles roster, and then the 49ers roster. The Rams signed him away, and the rest is history. Jeff Wilkins finished with 1,223 points as a Ram. That's about 360 more points than the next guy, Greg Zerline. Top three scorers for the Rams were all kickers, by the way. Wilkins, Greg DeLeg, and Mike Lansford. Fun fact about Jeff Wilkins. He went down in history as the last guy to kick barefooted in the NFL. It was an extra point on October 20th, 2002. But this is the thing. Wilkins argues that he really wasn't barefooted. And the evidence kind of backs him up. His foot was taped up so much that it might as well have been a shoe. Now his toes were exposed, lots of tape on that foot, and Jeff comes clean and says, yeah, not really a barefooted kick. There haven't been a lot of guys to wear number 14 for the Rams. Jeff Wilkins is one of them, and he stands out as probably the best as the all-time leading scorer for the Rams. Let's get into my Rams-Ravens preview. Rams come in 6-6 six and six in second place in the NFC West. That's right, edging out the Seahawks due to head-to-head. Ravens 9-3 atop the AFC North. Game history, the Ravens lead this series 5-3. Remember, this is the old Browns franchise, so depending on how you go back in history, there's actually a lot more games between these two teams. Last time they played Week 18 of the Rams' Super Bowl year, January 2nd, 2022, Rams 20, Ravens 19, Ravens jumped out to a 10-0 lead. Cooper Cup, Sony Michelle, and OBJ all had touchdowns as the Rams rallied. OBJ with the game winner with less than a minute left. Any games that should be mentioned? Well, how about September 12th, 1999? What's special about that game? You know, I'm going to save that to the end. How about that? Odds floating around Ravens minus 7. I thought it'd be a little less than that, but the Ravens are at home and they are coming off a bye, and they are a very good football team. Weather could be a factor in this one. Rainy with thunderstorms, wind gusts up to 45 miles per hour, so it's going to be all about the timing when this rain and wind and potential thunderstorms hit. Let's take a look at the Ravens' season. 9-3, and three, they opened up with wins over the Texans and Bengals, and that was before the Texans really got rolling. They lost to the Colts beat the Browns, lost to the Steelers, and then ran off four straight wins, including romps over the Lions and Seahawks. Then they lost to the Browns. Their last two games, they have beat the Bengals and Chargers. All three of their losses could very easily have been wins. The first one was an overtime loss to the Colts, where Matt Gay hit, was it four 50-plus yard field goals? Justin Tucker missed a 61-yarder to win it at the end of regulation, and then Gay hits the game winner in overtime. Then they lost to the Steelers 17-10. They gave that game away. I was watching the fourth quarter of that. Two late turnovers. And then they lost at home to the Browns 33-31. They led 24-9 in the third quarter. A pick six got the Browns within one with about eight minutes left. And then Dustin Hopkins with a game winner. So two of the three losses at home, interestingly. If you go by stats, this is a pretty scary opponent. 
on defense, number one in points allowed per game, number two in the league defending the pass, and on offense, seventh in points scored per game, and they are number one at running the ball, and that has a lot to do with their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, more so than their running backs. Key players and stats, Lamar Jackson over 2,000 yards passing, plus 574 yards rushing. Zay Flowers, the rookie, with 613 yards receiving. And remember, he's the guy, rumors have it, Sean McVay was trying to trade up to draft. They also have OBJ on board. Gus Edwards, their leading rusher, with 594 yards, so just 26 yards more than their quarterback. And their kicker, Justin Tucker, one of the best in the business. And speaking about one of the best in the business, how about on the defensive side, Roquan Smith, Ray Lewis 2.0, 126 tackles, that's fourth in the league. For some perspective, our Ernest Jones is 16th in the league. Other key defenders, Chevadian Clowney rejuvenated his career here. Safety Kyle Hamilton, another really good linebacker, Patrick Queen. Safety Geno Smith has six interceptions. And Justin Metabuki, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correct, their defensive tackle, 10 sacks. Now he's been limited this past week due to a concussion. So we'll see if he's good to go. What are my fearsome four keys to this game? Well, number one, the Rams have to continue having balance on offense. This is a really good defense, really good at defending the pass. It's probably going to be wet. Could be a slog fest. Rams got to pass the ball a little bit, but they got to lean on Kyron Williams. It's all about balance, but maybe tilted a little more towards Kyron the more I think about it. The Rams have been so good at running the ball, and they may have to do that against the Ravens. For some key number two, contain Lamar Jackson. This guy can do so much damage with his legs. Rams contained Kyler Murray. Murray had one rush for two yards, a TD, but still only one rush the whole game. They're going to have to do more of the same with Lamar. Lamar is an entirely different beast, but same strategy, same tactics. You can contain Lamar Jackson a little bit. He's going to get his yards with his legs, but just don't let him destroy us by picking up first downs with his legs. For some key number three, we got to take away Zay Flowers, in my opinion. This offense Aside from Lamar Jackson, a little bit of a running game. It's not really that scary, in my opinion. But Zay Flowers is the guy that's been doing a lot of damage. A great rookie year. They got to take him away. I should have mentioned tight end Mark Andrews, one of Jackson's favorite targets. He's on IR. He has 544 yards receiving and six TDs. The Ravens had scored 30-plus points in five straight games. And then Andrews missed that Charger game. Ravens were held to 20 points. Although Isaiah Likely is a decent backup. He had four catches for 40 yards against the Chargers. And Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, the name scares you a little bit, but he hasn't really had that great of a year. 408 yards and two TDs. But but 116 of those yards came against the Bengals a few weeks ago. Outside of that game, he's averaging 32 yards per game. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens had something special dialed up for OPJ against his old team. So take Zay Flowers away from Lamar Jackson. Limit Lamar Jackson's ability to run and escape. Man, you could be well on your way to a victory over these Ravens. 
and fearsome key number four. Man, we got to find a way to hit some field goals. This is probably going to be a very close game. If the Rams stay in it at all anyways, it's going to be a close game and they're going to need to hit their field goals, whether that's Mason Crosby, Lucas Haversick, I don't care. Let's make the kicks we're supposed to make. Final thoughts. This Ram team is hitting its stride. Even though the Ravens are the ones coming off a bye, the Rams are extremely healthy. If both teams are at their best, this Ravens team is a little bit better than the Rams. That's for sure. But weather could be an equalizer. The Rams are hungry. They need this win desperately. They have something to prove still, I think. And they're going to get it done. A complete game resulting in a victory. The Rams 20, the Ravens 17. And what was the game that I wanted to mention? I remember this game really well. Trent Green had gone down with an injury. The Rams had a really good look about him now. Orlando Pace, they had brought in Marshall Falk. Isaac Bruce was still there. Torrey Holt, the rookie. And that's what's special about this game. It was the coming out party for the greatest show on turf. I remember the day before that game thinking, you know what? This Rams team is still really talented. They just need this young quarterback, Kurt, whatever his name is, not to make any mistakes. Keep it simple. Get the ball to your playmakers. And maybe we have a chance against these Baltimore Ravens. Well, I had that all wrong. Kurt Warner, 28 for 44, 309 yards, three TDs, and two interceptions. The Rams were very aggressive, and they hammered the Ravens 27 to 10. If I had been talking about my keys to victory back then, it would have probably been just hand the ball off to Marshall Falk, let this defense play good, keep the game close, and maybe we can steal a win. But I would have been wrong. It was all about the passing game. Bruce Holt and Roland Williams all had TDs. That's right. The first game as a Ram for Torrey Holt and Marshall Falk and Kurt Warner, one of the greatest days in Rams history for us longtime Ram fans. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time for my Rams Up Straight Up Picks. Last week, I went 8-5, and five, so my record for the year is 117 correct, 76 wrong, which is a tad behind most of the experts from what I have seen, so I'm not doing too bad. Unfortunately, I did pick the Steelers to beat the Patriots while the Steelers losing two straight to teams that came to Pittsburgh with two wins under their belt the Cardinals, and then the Patriots. How did we lose to this team? That's a costly loss for our Rams. The Buccaneers travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Giant game in the NFC South. Falcons on top right now with a 6-6 six and six record. Buccaneers one game behind. Saints are still in it as well. Atlanta favored by one and a half. Some offensive stars have been erupting recently. Mike Evans for the Bucks, Bijan Robinson for the Falcons. It's a complicated affair for the Rams. If the Bucks win, you potentially have two teams mashed up in that wild card picture. Whereas if the Falcons win, they take control of the NFC South, at least for now, and the Buccaneers man, they'd be in trouble. I think the Falcons win this game, but it's going to be close. It's going to be tight. Not counting out Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, but I'll roll with the Falcons. The 9-3 Lions at the 4-8 Bears. Detroit's only favored by 3.5. Remember, in the first meeting, the Bears had a 12-point lead with 4 minutes left, and the Lions came back and won it. Pulling for the Lions, my hope is that the Eagles grab the 1 seed and the Lions the 2 seed. Just imagine that, the 7th-seeded Rams heading to Detroit For an indoor game, Matthew Stafford versus Jared Goff. If you're a Bears fan, what are you rooting for here? The Bears currently have two picks in the top eight. So how bad do you want your Bears to win? But got to take the Lions here. But don't count out the Bears. This is a scary game for the Lions. And by the way, weather shouldn't be a factor. It will be cold in the 30s, which is not ideal for our guy Jared Goff. The 7-5 Colts at the 6-6 Bengals. You know, we were counting out the Bengals. I certainly was. I added them to my bucket of teams who are done for the year. Maybe a little early for that because Jake Browning looked really good. Why didn't we have a backup quarterback like that? So it's Jake Browning versus Gardner Minshew. Who you got? Who you got? Indianapolis favored by one. The one thing I can tell you for sure is the Colts are going to be able to run on the Bengals, and that could be bad news for the home team. Playoff implications for sure. 
I'm taking the Colts in this one in a really, really close game. Could be a fun game. The Jags at the Browns, another game with backup quarterbacks in the forefront. It's probably going to be Joe Flacco for the Browns, possibly Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And for the Jags, C.J. Beathard takes over for Trevor Lawrence. No Christian Kirk for the Jags either. And if you're going to go with a team with a better quarterback, you got to go with the Browns. If you're going to go with the home team, you're going with the Browns. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going with the Browns. The 1-11 Panthers at the 5-7 Saints. Man, if the Saints can't win this game at home against one of the worst teams in the league, they don't deserve a playoff spot. They probably don't even if they win, in my opinion. Both Saints quarterbacks on the injury list this week, Derek Carr and Taysom Hill. Probably going to be Jameis Winston in the end here. Saints favored by five. They got to win this game. Too much on the line for them. Now, I noticed Colin Cowherd really likes the Panthers in this spot. Saints have really regressed, not playing good defense, quarterback issues. I'm sorry, I got to stick with the Saints. Saints playoff hopes stay alive at least for one more week. And they got to be pulling for the Bucks to win there. If they do, have a three-way tie atop the NFC South. The 7-5 and five Texans at the 4-8 and eight Jets. Zach Wilson back in as the Jets quarterback, C.J. Stroud, playing lights out for the Texans. One really good defense, the Jets. One pretty good defense, the Texans. But the Jets are a mess. Texans improved to 8-5. and five. Wow, what a job Tamika Ryans is doing there. And at some point, we have to start wondering if Robert Sala's job is in jeopardy. In my opinion, it shouldn't be. I do think NFL owners have to think first and foremost about hiring offensive-minded coaches rather than defensive-minded coaches. But then there you have the Texans' D'Amico Ryans, a defensive-minded coach, doing a stellar job. By the way, these coaches were both defensive coordinators with the 49ers. Robert Sala left for the Jets' job. He was replaced by D'Amico Ryans, and he, of course, left for the Texans' job. Probably the most important game on the schedule for the Rams, the Vikings 6-6 six and six, at the Raiders 5-7. and seven. The Vikings favored by three. Joshua Dobbs, the quarterback for the Vikings, he gets Justin Jefferson back. The question is how quickly can Dobbs and Jefferson get on the same page, but Jefferson is super talented. Rams fans got a pull for the Raiders, and I am picking the Raiders at home. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams make a bigger difference than Justin Jefferson and the Raiders get the win and the Raiders stay in the playoff hunt. After the Raiders win here, both teams will be six and seven. Both teams will have a shot at the playoffs, be a big lift to the Rams playoff chances if the Vikings lose here. Seahawks at the 49ers. 49ers pretty much embarrassed the Seahawks. Seahawks went to Dallas, probably put their best effort out there all season long in Dallas, but couldn't get it done in the end. Now they come back and play the 49ers, and the 49ers are just smoking along. I don't see how the Seahawks can get a win here in San Francisco. They're a feisty group. They're well coached, but not feeling it for the Seahawks in this one. 49ers win going away, and that would be good news for the Rams as well. The 6-6 six and six Bills at the 8-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs. Two teams hanging in my top 10 for now. Bills actually have done well in Kansas City, won there the last two years. This will be a high-scoring affair. Bills' offense has been very productive over the last couple of weeks. 
as good as the Bills are, they lose this one. They're in deep trouble as far as their playoff prospects. In fact, I might say they'll be done if they lose this one. But I'm taking the home team. They're going to reverse this trend. Bills lose in Kansas City. And Bills Mafia is going to be so disappointed. Man, the window is closing on this Bills team. And rumblings out of Buffalo. Some strange things going on in that clubhouse. Sean McDermott, his tenure there might be at risk if he doesn't get this franchise turned around real quickly. Man, another game with a 6-6 six and six team taking on a 5-7 and seven team. The Broncos at the Chargers. AFC West battle. Chargers favored by three. You know, I think both these quarterbacks are so overrated. Russell Wilson more so than Justin Herbert. And you got to appreciate what the Chargers did last week going into New England. I know the Patriots are in a sad state right now, but shut them out, scoring just six points. Patriots defense is not the problem. They've been playing really well. Just don't have a lot of faith in the Broncos. I don't have a lot of faith in the Chargers either, to be honest with you, but the Chargers are the better team. I'll take the Chargers. They're favored by three, by the way, and they will win this game. But if this comes down to coaching, Chargers could be in trouble. And the game of the week, the 10-2 Eagles at the 9-3 Cowboys. Cowboys have been really impressive at home. They're favored by three and a half against the first place Eagles. Eagles just kind of out of sorts. Big game for them. They need to bounce back after that kind of embarrassing performance against the 49ers. I mean, we know the 49ers are really, really good, but it's still a surprise to see the Eagles losing like that. They got to be pumped going into Dallas, but you know, a divisional matchup, first place on the line, potential one or two seed on the line in the NFC playoffs. This game is so big for both teams, probably bigger for the Eagles. Both these teams really need home games to enhance their chances of advancing in the playoffs. But I got to take the Cowboys in this one. You got to admit they've played really well, especially at home on both sides of the ball. I was a little disappointed with their defense against the Seahawks. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Take the over, whatever it is. But Dallas wins this one. Both these teams are going to be in the playoffs. just a matter of what the pecking order is going to be. And keep in mind, the Eagles have to travel to Seattle next week. They're a better team than Seattle, but playing up there is always a tough draw. And the Cowboys have to travel to Buffalo. Even with a win this week, neither of these teams is out of the woods. And then the Cowboys have to travel to Miami while the Eagles get the Giants at home. So over the next couple of weeks, things really favor the Eagles. So even if Dallas wins this, Eagles could end up on top if the Cowboys can't get things done in Buffalo and Miami. Titans at the Dolphins. Titans are a mess. Another team that's rolling with a backup quarterback. Dolphins just have everything going right for them. Miami offense really scary. They're favored by 13. When was the last time a Titans team was a 13-point underdog? Because they play so tough, keep games close, and find ways to win at the end. At least in years past, they did. Not this year. Dolphins are going to smoke the Titans. And the Packers at the Giants. I think the adulation for Jordan Love is getting a little bit out of control. Early in the year, he did not play well. He's had a nice stretch here, probably starting with that Rams game, unfortunately. But weather's going to be a factor here, and the Giants are going to come to play. I guarantee you that. Tommy DeVito gets the call again. Packers favored by 6.5. This is going to be a close game, and I am going to pick my upset of the week. The Giants are going to win this. And this is another game with playoff implications for the Rams. 
My guess is the Packers will be the sixth seed and the Rams will be the seventh seed, but the Vikings are floating out there too. The Packers taking a loss would be a big boost for the Rams' playoff chances, and I'm taking the Giants. And I'm probably the only one doing so, but that's fine. That's how I get back in the game with these experts. I pick the Giants. Everyone else picks the Packers. Just as I planned it, Giants win a close one on Monday night in New York, possibly in some heavy rain. Weather will be the equalizer. Giants pull it out. That's my Rams up straight up picks for week 14. You already heard me pick the Rams over the Ravens, of course, in my game preview out here. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there